I love that Buck Swope. Buck Swope's an interesting cat. This is as creepy a guy as you'll ever encounter. That's right, Buck Swope. Buck Swope, who you, Doug really is not comfortable yeah. with Buck Swope. Kind of a shutter spook. Swope's one of the best in the business, for my money. Buck Swope? Buck Swope asked Doug his preference on shrubs. Ah! <laughs> I may sue Buck Swope. Buck Swope is struck. I'm pretty high on Swope. If we need an old audio clip, Swope's going to have it. Why? Oh no, I just know he does. The wonderful Buck Swope. You know Buck Swope? Well, yeah. Seem to have kind of an issue with Buck Swope. Right. It always goes back to Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Mr. Buck T. Swope. What's up, kids? You're listening to Swope's Picks, episode 29. Who destroyed the men's room stall? A little later, we'll be joined by the Plowboy. But right now, let's flash back to February 2017. Oh, get on with it, muff. Get on with it, muff. Oh, get on with it, muff. Had a situation at the restroom that uh, Doug talked about. Oh, yeah. And I, on the way out, forgot. Because, oh, no. And I went to just take a little pit Was stop. Was it still before, there? And I, and I, I almost <laughs> fell backwards from what I saw. I think it's going to be there forever. Now, did it's you do this... any forensics? We need to catch this. Place. I have never been in that stall. And when I was, Doug and I were we and next to each other, and it sucks because there was this divider, so I couldn't look over like normal. And Doug says, oh, my God, somebody looks yeah. like they blew their brains out in here. Right. Except it wasn't red. Like they took a bullet in the hind end. And, they, and it was on the wall, and it was on the floor, and then yeah. what you do. The things that go on at nights and on the weekends here, you know, as I said, I think I said last, we're actually one of my... Meetings this afternoon is with a security company with some rogue personalities in the area. You might be surprised to hear it, so we have to get security. And uh, one of the things we've talked about doing is putting cameras in the studio because some of the things that go on at nights and weekends are mind-blowing. Uh, not just Doug's pens getting stolen, although oh, yeah. that would be at the top of the list. Right. I don't think, now Chuck Berry did this, but I don't think you can put, put cameras in the restrooms um, because I would love to know who is responsible for... for some time, um, <laughs> here. you know, getting a kick out of seeing, seeing girls through through a peephole. I had made a peephole, you know, before. And uh, I guess it was just an extension of that. I was doing yoga and... Yo, he's doing you yoga. Know, I in the thinking, you know, man, there's all these beautiful girls, and I just wish I could, you know, see them in their full form. I just happened to notice the porta potties and I was just thinking like man what if i just crawled in there <laughs> and it turned out to be just a really bad idea you know can't imagine yeah, it's sure especially did. if you'd have been in our stall who was sure that was, was probably dead. being inside the toilet was looked to be the safest spot though yeah. based on what doug's telling me. who was the kansas coach that supposedly would use one of the big gym towels oh the wonderful mark, mark mangino. mangino and yeah. he would just throw it and leave it in the stall this this is a mangino situation yeah. because whoever did that did it knew they did it okay you're sick, you have, you have a little stomach uh, anxiety, we get it. But you clean up, you don't leave it unless mm. you're a big star or head football. Whoever did that is walking with a limp and won't be able to sit down for a long time. It's almost like an exorcism went on like somehow. <laughs> like I, I don't know what happened, yeah. but I heard about it and I've avoided it ever since. Yeah, I have never been in that stall, but so help me. At 8 o'clock, we all go running to the restroom. I always use the same stall, and about 75% of the time, Doug will either comment on the stains, the shards is the term that's used, mm -hmm. and or the just stunning amount of pubic hair littering the toilet right. seat. Well, I mean, somebody is experiencing male pattern baldness in their shrubs. Based on the forensic, the brief forensic study I did, the person who did that has a hole in a position the rest of us just don't have one. 
based on the angle of trajectory. Well, let's start elim- eliminating suspects. It's not Jackie because she has no hole. Right, we no. know she's out. All right. So, I have no hole. No, I wouldn't have thought that. This and it's not me because I use the women's bathroom. Perfect. Well, that's something to brag about. <laughs> I'm just saying that clears me. I wasn't in there. So, me and Iggy are the ones that use the women's Why bathroom. Why do you use the women's bathroom? You no know, female that come in here usually, 99% of the time. Well, for the, the girl 1% who cleans up, the they have a tendency to clean the women's bathroom nicer because they figure females are in here, so it smells a little nicer. There's usually some nice paper towels up there. The guy, she just goes in and sees what she sees in that stall and walks right the hell out. I'm not touching that. Huh. People are now accusing Roderick because he does a show over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take long. Again, it was shocking. You could, you could, stunning to me. It was you, stunning. You have some <laughs> some sort of stomach ailment, some virus. What? That's okay, but just clean it up. Yeah. I I played on baseball teams that did things to locker rooms. I lived in a fraternity house. I, mine eyes have never seen anything like what I saw yesterday. <laughs> well, the nice thing is, Doug, at the new studios, there will be private restrooms, and you know the the. The inclination to just to just blast all over <laughs> would hopefully be reduced by nicer restrooms. Maybe not, though. Maybe this is just who we are. We're what? sure we didn't lose anybody. There's nobody missing. I mean, it's not it's not possible that that's a crime scene, is it? And then <laughs> then we have a guy in the Central West End studio that would just go on the floor. Yes, just... we did. Yeah, that that became a problem. We sure did. Just what other industry? Drain. What other industry has this kind of stuff going on? It's like and you, you want... wonder, wonder why I went out. It's like it was sticky, like somebody spilled, like, you know, a, a lemon slushy or something. Oh Disgusting. Oh. Yeah, and unfortunately it was an intern. We figured out who it was. It wasn't even David Letterman, but it was an intern. <laughs> a very nice guy, but he just had a thing for pissing on the floor. I don't know there, what that thing is. There was a drain right next right. to the toilet. It's not like it But was the toilet was right time. there. He had the option. Sure, you'd think he had a little better aim than that. But it became a regular thing. That's bad decision-making right there. <laughs> yeah. Doug, please scrap the shrubs off the seat with a napkin, put it in a baggie, and then mail it to me. Thanks. Here's my address. Mm-hmm. No, no. We can't get too detailed, but we can say he prefers to be treated like a dog and also a toilet. Mm. Mm. That is unfortunate. So is it still there this morning? I don't know. I haven't been back. You'll find out at 8. I was horrified. I just wanted to go home after. and I, <laughs> I forgot that stall number two was a danger zone. <laughs> I'd lost my will to live. Just right at that moment, I walked in and said, that's it. I'm ready. Fecal material ready from your mouth. And this is the kind of place where Plowsy is having his honeycombs. Oh, you don't no, do no, here. No, no, no. My bathroom is well kept. The ladies' room. No, my bathroom. I didn't have honeycomb in that bathroom. No, we did that in the women's bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Hmm. See, if I was a lady and worked here, I'd be upset that there was guys using the ladies' room. Why, are you sexist? Bro. Well, in that sense, yes. Well, we use it because there are no ladies. Well, Hannah's here every now and then. She hasn't been here in weeks. And if they saw that bathroom, they would definitely understand, I assure you. I don't know. Well, she's here. Here in the afternoon. Hannah? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not here at four. Well, that doesn't mean she's not here. (laughs) 
thought you were talking she, to come in here while we're doing the show at like 10 o'clock. No. I'm gone by the time she gets here. So. And you guys keep it clean? You don't leave uh, a drizzle or anything? No. We clean it up. Guys, Iggy using the ladies' room is the least surprising thing of all time. When he gets locked up, the past few weeks of shows will be played for the jury. Thanks. That's from Butch McGuire. Guys, so Iggy pretends to be a woman online, uses the women's restroom, and loves Lady Gaga. When will his transition become official? (laughs) Jim Abbott's good hand. At Burger King, I got a week suspension for doing that exact same thing. Squatting next to a car. No, using a female bathroom. That Burger King's got morals, don't they? Like there's a history here with the Plowhawk and Iggy no. with these women's restaurants. Stay out of the ladies' room. <laughs> Stay out of there. Did you used to wash your hands, or did you take pride in the fact that you go to the bathroom and not wash your hands and fix someone's burger? I'm a hand washer when it comes to restaurants. I mean, when I'm at the house. <laughs> Doug, all bets are off. Yeah. I was just an employee. Um, our One of the workers was sweeping and mopping and cleaning our bathroom, and it was about 10 minutes before close. And so I ended up using the female bathroom. It was a number two scenario. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, that is, Doug, that's, that's fireable. You do that at home. And then uh, late table, a family came, and uh, a woman had her, like, four-year-old daughter and walked in, and, you know, just by the scent, she could smell a man. Oh, don't you ever say number two And so when I heard again. the door open, I said, I- I'm, a, I'm, an, um, I'm an employee, I'm, an, I'm a male, I'm in here because the bathroom was being... Uh, attended to, and, and she then what'd she say? And she waited for me outside with the manager, outside of the restroom. The so I, I opened it up, and it just, you know, when you open up that bathroom, it's just that, like, oh, you know, wait, it's like a wait, tornado where it just seeps no, out. You're lucky it was only a week suspension and not All a right, lifetime. This requires, this requires follow-up. So she walked in, and just and you were still in there, so this wasn't like a one-person oh, bathroom. This was a multi. Oh, I still had several minutes still to go. Yes. <laughs> and she said, and she could tell by the uh, odor that it was a man. Well, f- hmm. I, I, that's I find what, that odd. That was my theory. No, I, right when I heard the door open, I I addressed saying I'm a, uh, I'm a male because I could see the feet and I saw like the little. Velcro kid shoes. And this like, was okay, a, I need to establish. How many stalls here. in this? Mm. It wasn't a solo. It was, there is two stalls. Okay. That was it. So you on your own decided, I can't wait. Well, here's the this worst. This is a good thing. Worst part is I was in the one with the baby changing station. <laughs> so like he had a kid. <laughs> he had a kid. So I knew that this was the stall that they preferred. Doug, our audience loves baby changing stations. <laughs> they seem to for some reason. So I got a week suspension, which was fine. I had a lot of homework. I had a big package I had to do for that swimming. Uh, that was a very team. nice story. Yeah. It paid off with an Emmy. Oh, and this was you're in college years. Yes, I was at Burger King College. Right, yeah, so this was, this was only five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. <sighs> I, I can't understand if you're an employee why you would feel the need to take care of that in the women's bathroom at that time. Even if there's a janitor in the men's room. Oh, well, he'll have to deal with it. Oh. We have the situation in the second stall of the men's restroom here in the St. Charles area. Uh, it's still there. It's at least 25 hours old now. Sure. Uh, I would think, if I had to guess, it was fired out sometime over the weekend. <clears throat> Plowhawk, you feel comfortable? Have you seen it now plowing? Well, no, but the thing is, I was the last one to use the restroom Friday evening before I locked Was up the shop. stall clean, boy? It was clean. So it has to be the weekend because... The 5 a.m. show. Is there, so let me ask you. I have two questions, Doug. Okay. Oh, sure. And I, I welcome the texters, 855-282-8255, to, to give their suggestions or call in. And perhaps there is a way 
because I want this. I want this bad. Yeah, yeah. Is there a way that we can take the stool sample? Oh, oh, oh. Well, this is what it's called, Jack. The stool sample and find out who's responsible. Yes. There is. Okay, what DNA. you do is... I swear to you I'll do it. Uh, well, here's what you have to do. I, I, I would actually take it out of my own personal money to do it because I want this bitch out. Is there DNA in poop? Sure. Yes, and here's what you do. You take the stool sample, you scrape it off. I would assign Plowsy, your best guy, to mm-hmm. do that. He's Well, then, he's HR. But here's the uh, downside. <laughs> Sorry, Plowsy. Then you also have to collect stool samples from everyone else at the station. Well, some's on my chest. <laughs> So well, that part will be easy. Sounds fun. Hey, Martin uh, Kilcoin, welcome aboard. We're really excited to have you. Is this accurate? Or is what you, you're uh, saying accurate? Can you uh, give us a stool sample? Marlo, we love you. Great at filming. Well, what, what I'm saying is this. We can narrow it down because you leave after doing the changing station on Friday night, right? Correct. And that's at what time? 12.01 you after walk I out of here. After I podcasted about 12.15. Okay, 12.15. Yep. So whoever was in here between 12.15 a.m., on Saturday, February 11th, and in here up until 8 a.m. on Monday, February 13th, we need a stool sample from you. <laughs> All right, so if you narrow it down, you'll have how many people are in here between those? I mean, it's tough because it's, they're not necessarily people. They're stars. Right. Well, we have a lot of stars, and star management is uh, the number one priority. Can we check with some of the people in the buildings and the neighborhoods around here? They're, they you must think have... it just might be a rogue St. No, Charles well, resident? No, I think someone must have heard an explosion. <laughs> to it, narrow down the time, you're saying. For what I saw, yeah, there was a loud explosion that had to have accompanied that. And so if we can nail it down, you know, were any windows broken in the area? What time? <laughs> I got a text from Cucky. said he pooped out a butt plug in that same stall Friday evening, and he said he needs that back, Doug. Mm. Plowsy, we, we're, we're discussing the most vile of topics, yeah. and as soon as we re-entered the realm of this vile topic, you felt the need to reach in your box of honeycombs and start eating. There is some <laughs> connection between that box of honeycombs and poop. Cucky the dwarf just got himself suspended a period of two days' time. Mm. Thanks, Llewellyn's. The suspension log, you'll Tim. Uh, you don't you need to get Doug system. to do a sample, you can just take it right off my man love. It's from the Ooh. Shrewsbury Size Queen. Shrewsbury Size Queen joins the list of those suspended today. He'll join the list and he'll serve a suspension to last a period of two days' time. I'm writing it down with my right business products pen. Tim, it was Joe Roderick. He eats a lot and he just sounds like a mad dumper. It's from TJ. I'm sorry. Now, I'll defend Roderick's. I think him and uh, Slow do a remote on Saturday and Sunday. They're That's in important here. information, Iggy. We can take them off the list of suspects. Yeah, they're at Kitchen Sink on Saturday, and they're somewhere else on Sunday, so I don't even think they're in here. I mean, I want this. I truly want this. I personally know the board op, Matt Grover, worked with them for years at uh, The Great Man, The Woman. Or not years, yeah, but... Yeah, it wouldn't have been years. Months. Uh, and I know for a fact, if he would have done it, which I don't think he would have, he would have cleaned it up. So I think we can eliminate Matt Grover from that as well. So take a guess, Plazzi. How many people do you think Tim would be looking at uh, as a mm. uh, You're probably looking at eight to ten stool samples. Oh, would you be willing to retrieve said stool samples if Tim uh, directed you to do so? I mean, this is my job. Right. That's a soldier right there, Doug. It's a well, great soldier, sir. That's a nice attitude. So there, what you Plazzi. do is you go to uh, the Hobby Lobby or uh, Michael's and you get the little tiny plastic things. People put paint in them uh-huh. and maybe... Uh, uh, what do you call those uh, sticks when they look down? Uh, Swabs? Uh, no, the uh, you know when you go to the doctor and they, a tongue depressor. You get mm. a couple of 
get about 10 tongue depressors and some of those little plastic decanters and uh, have Plowsy collect. Mm-hmm. And don't let Dennis Fung anywhere near the uh, evidence. Oh, Dennis Fung got yeah. us with the, uh, who's the OJ guy, wasn't he, yeah, Doug? He was. Yeah. Uh, and then here's my second question. It's now been sitting there for at least 25 hours and 17 minutes. Right. It needs to be cleaned. Right. It's inside of uh, our rental space, and therefore it would not fall on the jurisdiction, as I understand anyway, with our lease terms, of um, our landlord. And so I need someone to clean it, even though it's really not anyone's responsibility. We have on-air hosts. We have producers. We have engineers. All here, our business office has the salespeople and the web people. So that needs to be tended to. How does one handle such a thing? I mean, uh, this, is, this was not something well, that they taught us at journalism. Well, you school. need to get the sample before you clean it. That's for sure. Yeah. Since so I'm go getting to, the go sample, to Hobby Lobby first. I will. You get a twenty out of your wallet. I'll uh, roll up my uh, my sleeves and get to getting. However, do we have any cleaning supplies whatsoever? Like, uh, yes, we do. I know I have uh, putty knives. There's some in the women's oh, yeah. bathroom. Yeah. All right, I'll get a putty knife from my uh, my <laughs> trunk. Putty knife, Doug. Oh, well, that, yeah, you're going to need tools. I'm not doing anything without tools. So I'll get my toolkit out. Did you just ask Doug for the 20? No. I. You were looking at Doug when you said just reach in. So, Doug, are you on the hook for the 20 no, bucks? No, Tim threw him a 20. So now that. we're good. So I'll take out the trash after ah. the show. And then. And you got to I, I noticed for whatever reason when I walked in this morning, there's a, there's a thing of quiche here at the station today. There's a lot of bad things going on. Yeah, weird things. Weird Wait, things. So you threw him. I thought you were throwing him plastic gloves. That was no, a I threw him a 20. So we're good. It'll Get be some clean. plastic gloves. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll be prepared. Don't but worry. But are you indeed going to save a sample? For the testing later to f- try to find the culprit? Yeah, I'll get a, I have a spare baggie in my car. I will I'll bet sure. you do. Yeah, a couple, actually. We should film this for the fan page, actually. Uh, I don't know if you're allowed to shoot that kind of material and then post it. Hopefully not. There's no nudity. Well, it's potty. Poop- there's uh, poopity. <laughs> my wife just texted, lovely show this morning. <laughs> oh, hold on. Guys, I'll taste it to let you know if it was Doug. Oh, my God. Who? Who, Tim? <laughs> right City. Text of the day. Yeah, please, like well, six days for that one. give a text of the day right. real quickly? S- no, <laughs> don't give him lunch. <laughs> Do not give someone lunch for that. <laughs> right City Lemming has been suspended. Text of the day. Suspended a period of two days' time. His name will join the others. In the Llewellyn's Pub, very handsome, very leather-bound suspension logule. That's the good and the bad and the ugly of this show. Yeah, it cuts both ways. Yeah. Now, a lot of people have been in that bathroom, kind of like the OJ trial. I think this sample could be contaminated with cross, cross-contamination. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you may be right, but... With some splatter. Yeah. You know. From what I saw, Iggy, though, it's it's thick, hard, and has... There's girth to it, so I think you might be able to get an un- yeah. untainted part of that sample. Guys, you haven't even mentioned the most logical suspect, Chris Raby. <laughs> you know oh, what? Wow. He's in Florida, but he could have done it here. Yeah, and then gone to the airport. Right to the airport. Could have hired someone to do it. Someone we don't even know. Just ship back this poop and have somebody come in there and just fling it. Oh. Because that's what it looks like. It doesn't look like anybody. It looks like somebody actually just took their hand and flung it. Mm. Doug, who would be more uh, responsible in terms of punishment? The one who set up the whole thing or the flinger? Like Raby or the guy he got to fling it? They both have to go. To jail? Both, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. 
Ooh, uh, guys, Joe Rod was in studio on Sunday, so don't close that door. That's from three and four. <laughs> Kudos to you for knowing that. All right, sir. I'm just going by what he posted on Facebook where they're going to be. So maybe he didn't do it. Maybe he was posting an alibi. Could well have done that. Because obviously, I missed the show on the weekend. Well, he's got some explaining to do now. Doug, I've been catching up on Cheers, <laughs> and can't decide who I'd rather bang, Cliff or Norm. Frazier is sneaky cute as well. Help me out here. It's from Bunchy Donovan's Priest. <sighs> Can I help you out with that? Like, there's anyone out there that was binge-watching Cheers? <laughs> not, not for the last 25 years or so. Yeah, we got a situation here. I guess the Plowhawk's going to tend to the cleaning and also collecting the stool samples. <laughs> and we'll get the For a 20, by the way, so my bar is very low. Anybody needs their bathrooms clean, you let me know. Oh, wow, you're opening up a maid service. Absolutely. Where are you going to get the putty knife? You think we got that back here yeah, in the shop? I told you I have a putty knife in my trunk. Oh, you do? <laughs> yep. I think I have my golf clubs in there as well, so don't, I might get a tee. Yeah, no. Guys, Joe Roderick should be suspect number one. That guy eats like crap. Thanks. That's from Carlos Danger. Mm. Well, you hate to falsely accuse someone, but you know, if he was here Sunday, yeah, his name's on the list. Who else does shows live on Sunday here? I mean, for real, there isn't much. It's just looking at me. Programming. No, no, I'm at, well, yeah, I'm at probably Seamaster, actually. But Seamaster's taking a vow of silence. Uh, guys, I've been watching, binge-watching Cheers as well, and I would go with Cliff. Thanks. Nice mustache ride. I think Cliff, Jim, because he had that stable job, and Norm is... It all depends on what you want, Doug. It's Do you want the power top, or do you want the, the aggressive mailman? Oh, my word! Nice breakdown. You yeah. like a gentleman with a stable job? Yeah. Depends on if this is a one-night stand or if this is going somewhere. I was just binge-watching Alice. Oh, yeah, Dingbat Vera. <laughs> Great show. <laughs> Doug, did you like Alice? No, I, I what was her really name? Watch much of Alice. Linda Lavin. Linda, Linda Lavin. Lavin. And you've you got to get her, her on. You've interviewed I, her. I got reprimanded by Linda Lavin because... Uh, <laughs> Hi, Yiggy. Nope, she would not answer any of my calls. And uh, one day she finally answered her phone, and I said, Linda Kenny Strode, she goes, you need to stop calling me. Oh, what did you? I did, yeah. She got a, she got pissed. You need to stop calling me. I'm not say, doing radio you, interviews. Just okay. say I'm a, uh, you're a big, marvelous star, and I'd like to have you on our program. I said, kiss my grits, and I hung up. She wasn't really in, in much after that, was she? No, she's doing nothing. That's why I wanted her on. Um <laughs> And she stopped calling me. Like, everybody else is calling you for interviews. You know who else you should get is that guy from Greatest American Hero, too. Well, there were a couple of guys. William Cat was that his name? The lead. You know his name, Iggy. You tried to get him on the show. From what show? Greatest American Hero. I want to say William William Cat. (laughs) William Cat. Curly hair, blonde. Yeah, you knew him. Yeah. Yeah. You ever tried to get him on? I've had him on, William Cat. Hi, Iggy! It was another Lifetime movie he was doing. Oh, once you go to Lifetime... Yeah, Might you're pretty much done. Let's see if I still got Linda Lavin's number here. Yeah, give her a little jingle. See if she's in a better mood. Yeah, there it is right there. Oh, I got two numbers for her. Lavsy. Lavin and Linda Lavin. Doug, here's uh, well, Iggy looks for Linda Lavin's number. <laughs> here's Joe Roderick. Uh, oh, good morning, Joe. Hello, Rodzy. Morning, guys. What's uh, going on? Unfortunately, <laughs> Carlos Danger believes your diet makes you a lead suspect for what transpired over the weekend here at the radio station. Now, theoretically, Doug, it could have been in the early morning. Could have. So it's not It's because not, we didn't see it until 8 o'clock. And I still haven't seen it, but see, Doug, Doug has seen it. So, Joe, when you did your show on Sunday, did you enter 
uh, the stall in question. Listen carefully. No, I actually uh, I did not. So I, I did not uh, did not have to use the restroom during those two hours on Sunday. Uh, but I can tell you who was all in studio or at the station on Sunday, and I I put a text in to uh, my producer Matt Grover. Uh, haven't heard back from him yet because mm, that's suspicious. He was there all day Saturday, and what's then he hiding, Roderick? What's he hiding? Well. You notice, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's really odd that he has not texted me back yet. Do you oh, notice anybody? Wow. Oh. oh, wow. Roderick is the first to throw someone <laughs> under the bus. Now, Roderick, I have a question for you, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you have about a 45-minute commute each way. You're mm-hmm. in here two hours as well on Sunday. Am I accurate on that? Yes. That's almost four yeah, that was, hours. the first time I was there on, sun, on, a, uh, on a Sunday. So that's, uh, unfortunately, the... Uh, Unfortunately for me, that does put me at the scene of the crime. Yeah, and uh, usually when people come in to do a show, they bring a beverage. Uh, I, I have a Monster Energy drink. Doug has a, a big iced tea. Tim uh, has water that's presented to him every day by right. by Plowsy. So we you drink a lot of Tim? beverages just because it helps us in case or, or you know we get a cough or a tickle. Um, do you dr- did you drink a lot of beverages before your show, sir? I had an orange juice on what Sunday. size? That was. Uh, that was my drink of choice on Sunday was an orange juice. What size, sir? Oh, I don't know. Whatever the... Sir, sir, answer egg. the question. Was it a large size? I don't size? know what the size is. Is it a quart? Is that the... Why are you hiding this from us? you get at the gas station? <laughs> well, what we're trying to do is uh, we're, we're trying to evaluate the veracity of your story. You said you didn't go to the restroom. Someone right. that drove 45 minutes to get here and then downs... In your own words, a, a large size or a giant size orange juice. One would think, Doug, at some point they would have to use the restroom. Yet Mr. Roderick claims he never went into the bathroom at the aforementioned time. What do you I, think, I do, Doug? I do. What are they? Kegels? Is that the exercise? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, I can hold it for a while, cat. <laughs> I'm just saying. Here's a guy that that had a big beverage. And was quick to point out that his own producer hasn't texted him back. And you tried to point the finger of suspicion at someone else, which makes you, in my book, more of a suspect. No, I can back up what Plowsy said about Grove. There is there is zero chance that he would have, if he would have done something like that, that he would have left the mess. There is, He is not that kind of guy. He is one of the nicest guys that you'll ever meet, so... I can I can almost assure that it was not him either. Did you have any bad Indian food on Friday night or Saturday night that maybe just caught up with you? Chili, maybe. No, did uh, did not. Okay. Did you notice anybody run out of here real quickly? <laughs> maybe holding their backside. I, I didn't. The only uh, so after uh, after my show from ten to twelve Saturday and Sunday on five ninety the fan. Um, on Sunday, it is the health and wellness show from noon to two. So there were two gentlemen that came in for that show. And the only other person that would have been in studio on Sunday would have been the board of Giamatti. Giamatti now included. Mm. Giamatti now included. I, I love Giamatti, but I could. <laughs> he sounds guilty just with his last name. <laughs> and like with the health and wellness, you got to feel like they're what they're putting in their bodies is, you know, not junk food necessarily like us normal folks. So I wouldn't see them splattering the bathroom like a crime scene. So I, well, Giamatti is my suspect. Lousy. Let me ask you a question, uh, Joe Roderick. Can you account for all your underwear? 
I, I believe is I can. Is there a pair yeah. mysteriously missing, sort of like OJ's jogging suit? Nice. <laughs> no, I, I Sir, answer the question. Uh, I think that they're all accounted for, yes. You think, we're going to need to see those. <laughs> you think they're all accounted for. I, Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I think we get the picture. No further questions, Your Honor. Wow, you can step down? You may step down, Roderick. Wow, wow, you, wow. Kat. He sure seems guilty to me. Joe, uh, as you may have heard, uh, the Plowing is going to be collecting stool samples from all of the weekend hosts and producers uh, and board operators. Are you comfortable submitting your stool sample to the Plowing? Absolutely. What kind of container can I uh, drop it off in? Doug, he seems very willing to produce uh, Tupperware, I would think. Tupperware, or if you do only have bags, triple bag it, and I'll have a cooler ready. <laughs> oh, all right, Plowsy. I'll, I'll get that right to you. Doug, there he is, Joe Roderick. He feels like he is uh, being wrongly accused. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Uh-huh. See you guys. All right. Well, there was a, there was a crime committed against humanity. You can't just let it go. Doug, how does this actually happen in the first place? I've taken a powerful recreational or two in my day, but I've never had any aim or control issues. Thank you. That's from the 573. That's Columbia. This guy, this there was an explosion is all. Is the only way I could explain. I'm with Doug. I think it was one of those situations where you're running, and I've had those situations where I needed to pee, and I had a couple dribbles on the boxer briefs. Oh. That happens, but I think it was just an instant pant down and yeah, it didn't quite like get a ticking there. time. But yeah. Didn't quite get there. Almost. Thought he was going to make it. He was thinking, hey, I got then there. Then what about the Not aftermath? Quite. Don't you kind of wipe up a little? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's terrible. I, I don't know what. That's un-American in my view, but. Like I said, Matt Grover is a fantastic American. But you feel like that. Giamatti's guilty. I just red flags. I think and this it, was purposely done. If you look at wow, where it's at. Malice. Even if you had to go before you got to the toilet, you had to be standing on your head to shoot at where this came from. Oh. It's on the wall. It's There's no way you could be ready to squat and it went that way, sideways. Uh, it's actually a pretty clean one. Um, <laughs> oh, no. It, it was just clean. Nobody would really done any dirty business really in it. And... Uh, so it didn't smell bad. I guess they'd pumped it, and the day before is a few inches of the fluid, the blue fluid, mm-hmm. and uh, I just put my feet in and my knees, and then I had a tent cover with me. Mm. So do you all feel Roderick is uh, not under the impression of, uh, umbrella of suspicion? He doesn't sound like a man with a guilty conscience. He did call in. But he did call in to throw someone under the bus. And then when we pointed that out, said, no, he's a good guy. It probably wasn't him. Sometimes thieves return to the scene of the crime. And then I'm telling you, to say I never used the restroom after you... Someone has a... Oh, there it is. We have a... We actually have a stool sample right there. It's been presented by... Our engineer, Kevin Russell, has just presented a stool sample. So there are first ones in, Plowhawk. Uh, That's That's amazing. That's just amazing. I don't like the way this is going. Doug, this is the way that it works at big-time radio stations. (laughs) Was that his stool sample? Uh, I don't like the way it's going. If it's yes, it's bad. If it's no, it's bad. (laughs) But it makes less work for the plowing. And I just saw that on the window. I did, too. It's hot, bro. It's one thing to joke around about. I didn't want to see any of this. I didn't want to see the exhibit in the bathroom in the first place. Hmm. Now if the pitching staff holds up, this Cardinal Club could challenge for a playoff spot. Guys, Roderick seems to be deflecting. He sounds guilty to me. Thanks. That comes from Plowsy's Cooler. Hmm. <laughs>
Plus, you can't say, yeah, I have a long drive and I, I, I drank a large uh, orange juice. I just didn't go to the bathroom. Well, I think that's possible. I think you possible. could do that. It's possible. I think it's Is possible it to do that. Is it likely? Well, yeah. Yeah. I've had a lot of orange juice in my life. I've never blown up in a. I'm just thinking about what. No, no, no. I'm talking about no. Um, no, you're missing the point. I'm not saying to have a that explosion, but for him to say I didn't see it because I didn't use the bathroom, then you have to go go number one after drinking a large orange juice, driving all that time. Mm -hmm. Eh, You run there five, six times a morning. We need to check Facebook pages of the people, and even if they're not friends, you should be able to check see if somebody maybe stopped at the Courtesy Diner, had a slinger before mm-hmm. they came in to do the show, see if we can get any tips whatsoever. The only thing, reason why I picked Giamatti out of the bunch is usually, even if that's a huge scene of, to clean up, usually if there's other people here, you do that because you're obviously the obvious suspect. If somebody else, you know, there's only a couple people here. If he's the only one here in the evening and he lights off a bomb like that, knowing <laughs> he won't be in here for a couple more days... Yeah. You know, yeah, clean up is optional at that point, you know? No, it is not. I don't think it's ever optional. If you did that in a public Johnny on the spot, I think you would still clean <laughs> that up, wouldn't you? That comes down to human decency, Plowsy. It's a crime against humanity for going up. Well, we've all been shaken to our very roots. Guys, just so you know, Will Gear was a guest on that health show this past Saturday. He was in studio. <laughs> Thanks. It's in the Grand Canyon of stepdads. He's been dead for years. <laughs> Well, it looks like that could come from a dead person in there. Hmm. Just lose your facilities, and my God, it's all <laughs> over the place. Mm. I apologize to the listeners that we keep talking about this. This isn't but, on the air, is it? But this yeah. is, We're in a break. This is urgent station business. <laughs> if Tim doesn't nip this in the bud, right. what's next? Right, yeah. Right. Could be We're a moving domino. into a new facility yeah. soon? Not soon enough, no. We've been shaken to our foundation, our core. Uh, a hell of a radio program, and one that we are all very proud of. Timmy, I got a text here. Notice real quick. <laughs> the only man who could take a dump like that is Lady Gaga. That comes from Iggy's creepy hand. <laughs> mm. All right, go mm. ahead. Um, I got this text. I, I don't know who filled in Monday on the... Uh, I'm not going to comment on that. I don't know who filled <laughs> in Monday one. on the uh, the show yesterday morning. You, do you know a Jeff Jones? He's on the fan page. Doug, Jeff Jones. I don't know Jonesy. Yeah, I think he works with uh, Brad Lee with game, at Game Time. St. Louis Game Yes, he yep. does. He so does. he's in here Monday, right? I got this text. This was on the fan pin. This is from Jeff Jones. A plate of, I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. Doug. And it says, boys, we're going to need a bigger lid. We're going to need a bigger tank lid. Mm. Some sort of uh, chili? Uh, it's a lot, but he even says I'm going to need a bigger tank lid. Well, obviously, wasn't big enough. So now we do have a suspect, Jeff Jones. Yes, mm. thank you for that text, whoever you are. I don't know whose number that is. Yeah, I think that's that's evidence that's well, be admissible. In we court. need to find out about uh, a game night. Uh, now we have uh, Roderick texting my phone. He says I can also confirm that Raby and Ben Boyd had a 7:30 a.m. flight to Florida on Monday. Plenty of time to stop by the station. <laughs> yes, in the yes, indeed. There's more evidence. You think Ben Boyd Jeff Jones? What do you got to say for yourself, Jonesy? <laughs> okay, so number one, I was. No, we're talking I was number two. 
Well, yeah, yeah, that's fair. I was out of the country while Roderick was in the studio on Sunday. What country? I was, I was, I was, I was in Canada. I was in Montreal with the Blues. I was not, was not present. What's the capital uh, of Canada? Nice. Ottawa, where I was also last week. Okay, name all the provinces. <laughs> Doug, I don't know how that's relevant. Uh, Ontario, Quebec, Newfoundland, Saskatchewan, British Columbia, and some other ones. Okay, like Manitoba you was you left out. That's all. very suspicious. Are Guilty you uh, as hell? Are you prepared Guilty to present hell. your uh, passport to a plowboy to prove that you were not I, in the country when the offense occurred? My passport was actually in the studio yesterday morning in my backpack. Did you yeah, walk in into opinion. stall number two while you were here yesterday, Jeff Jones? I did indeed. Was the stain was... there at the time you entered the stall? It was. In fact, mm. if you get Bradley on the phone, he can vouch that I entered the stall and said, holy S, someone exploded in here. Mm. Yep. <laughs> and it, 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 it looks as though they actually landed a lot of it on the, uh, on the seat proper and then mm. attempted to clear because there's a very faint smear. Oh, oh I don't get too well. graphic. You seemed, Jeff, you seem to have a lot of knowledge of, uh, of the crime. Did you commit? Did you commit this crime, oh my God. Jeff Jones? Oh my did you God. commit it? I, I, no, I have the knowledge because I have the shocking images, like a person who stumbles upon or murders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Doug, I was I was weeing right next to you yesterday when you when you discovered it. Yes, I let out a scream of horror. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that poor gentleman who was walking his dog in Los Angeles and he finds poor Nicole Simpson. Yeah, and, and Ron Goldman there, Doug. That yeah. was me Same. yesterday morning. Same kind of deal. I, I believe this guy. You mean Sunday morning or yesterday morning? Yesterday, Monday morning? Yesterday morning. Sunday morning. I was not present, Doug. I was in Canada. Yeah, that's right. So, we think. Story, we story. think. <laughs> well, that plate right. of that plate of food, Jeff, made you look kind of guilty because that had to go somewhere, buddy. If you had taken a picture of my hotel room in Montreal, I cannot. I, I would have to plead guilty on that. But I, I can. I can be. I can plead innocence on the stall at the station. Wow. Uh, Jeff, thank so, you for calling in to set the record straight. I've been happy to call in to defend myself. Thank you, Jeff Jones. I heard a lot of guilt in his voice. Uh, David Klein, a hedonism texting in. <laughs> he said, Raby and Ben Boyd might be in Florida, but I'm still here to sabotage you guys. Thank you, David Klein, hedonism. Yo. I'm so going with Jones. He hasn't cleared himself yet. You are, you're on the, You eat that late. You get on that flight home, and you probably got home late, had to come to the station. Started to build up, back up. You have to do it. Oh. My guess in Giamatti had a large drink, some hot fries, and some Sour Patch. Cause that's what I usually eat on the board, and sometimes I get in those similar situations. So mine's on Giamatti, for sure. Wow. And I don't I, know if I, I can have you conduct this investigation if you're this biased. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, Furman. <laughs> when you're here by yourself, you're more prone to doing something a little bit more inappropriate than you were. With I have to tell you, I sure. think I think your 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 psychology and anal- psychological analysis is on point. Yeah. Does that apply to big stars, though? I mean, <laughs> this Jamadi fella, I don't know about him. Guys, have you noticed that Giamatti is silent? Thank you. It's from the three one four. Not a word from him. He's a flight risk as well. He might be lawyering up right now. Could be lawyering up. The Cubs had an incident like this in their clubhouse. Were they able to deal it, with it? It almost tore apart the very fabric Did of that it, ball club. Yeah. Everyone said, it's got to be Schwarber. Tore apart. <laughs> really? Tore, People yeah. thought it was Schwarber? Tore apart the fabric of somebody's sphincter. I guarantee you that. Put that off.
and also who had the accident in the restroom. Or was it an accident? Oh, has that been resolved yet? It hasn't, has it? Go check out that second stall there, Dougie. How's it look now, Plowson? It's clean as a whistle. And you were wearing, he was wearing his robin feeding apron and gloves yesterday. Uh, they weren't actual gloves. I, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Are you all right? I had a long john down my throat. Took that off. So I cut a garbage bag in half. And then had two garbage, half garbage bags, and then rubber band over the wrist. So they're oh, very resourceful. like mittens. Yeah, sure. You had you had protective layers. Yes. And then did we take any of it for evidence so we could uh, do the forensics on it? I think there is a stool sample lying around somewhere. Yes, lying <laughs> around somewhere. Doug. <laughs> uh, Seamaster informs us that Giamatti texted him yesterday to claim innocence. And is also upset with the plow wing for taking shots at EDM music. Yeah, he texted me about both of the topics yesterday. Me and Giamatti is great people. I think we both know him from uh, him interning. He's a really laid back guy, and so he had no beef with it. He thought the segment was quite funny, actually. But he takes himself out of uh, being a suspect, which I don't know if you can do that without Yeah, but what about evidence. this EDM thing? Which I didn't know what it was when you... Uh... Oh, I just spit a hot take. When hot takes need to be spit. Have you ever out of nowhere, like at 9.45 while you're running our board? I think Giamatti is still the poop sprayer. I still think we got him <laughs> on lockdown. We do have that sample still. Um, Are saved... forensics still being done on it? You didn't save the stool. I don't know where that went, but oh. there was a stool that was saved. Um... Oh. You're listening to Swope's Picks on 590 The Fan. And InsideSTL.com. And we're pleased now to be joined by the Plowboy. Darren, what's up? What's up, Swampsy? How you doing, buddy? I'm pretty good. So we're talking about the bathroom stall destruction from February 2017. You were put in charge of both the cleanup and the investigation, the collecting of samples. I know Doug was quoted as saying, whoever made that has holes where the rest of us don't. Before we get to anything else, can you just describe what you saw at the scene of the crime? Yeah. Um, well, I was actually, I didn't see the original. I, w- I was, I think the third or fourth one to see it. But when I walked in, and saw the poop, this thing did not actually look like poop, which was, I think Doug said, it was very scary. It almost looked like chunky peanut butter with like a lighter green texture, like a lighter green color. And it was nestled not only on the side of the toilet, on the inside, but also there was some sprayage underneath of said lid. So it was not in just one location. It was spread out throughout the whole toilet, which is, I think, the most alarming part about it is it almost looked like it was smeared or dropped from multiple locations. So, like bio- and, uh, bioterrorism, basically. Yes, it was something I've never witnessed before. And we've obviously worked at a station where people used to pee down the drain. So it's quite alarming to find... Uh, a chunky style light green poop surrounding the toilet where you work at. So you were one of the four, the third or fourth people to see it. Who had yeah, that's... already who had already been there and seen it before you saw it? Who potentially could have tampered with the evidence? The first one to see it, I do believe, was Douglas Elvin Vaughn. 
I do believe he is the one that brought up the poop to begin with. Then I do believe Tim and the cat followed because it was a bathroom break was when it was originally found. And that's usually when every, mostly all three show hosts go to the restroom. So I think Doug was the original finder and then Doug and are then Tim and the cat um, went and checked it out and also gave their concerns about it. And that is when I walked in there to give a, a, a scope. Gotcha. So it was just all you guys hanging out in the handicapped stall looking at a, a dirty toilet. Yeah, and it really, I mean, it shook us throughout the whole morning. I think it was brought up multiple times throughout the morning. So, yeah, and I just remember that segment, because uh, I don't know that it was addressed on air the day it happened, and then it was the following day, it still hadn't been cleaned up, and it became, you know, the subject for the next couple segments, and uh, it was kind of a big mystery, and there was talk of collecting stool samples and getting them analyzed. Can you Which actually me? happened. There so, was an actual stool sample in a bag. So let's talk about how many stool samples were collected and what analysis was performed. Okay, I won't throw this person's name under the bus because it's a former employee, but a former engineer of the, of the, the station heard us talking about getting a stool sample, which I do believe all the, I think we all knew it was a joke <laughs> that we weren't actually going to actually get this sample and send it off to some sort of lab. He, however, took the initiative and went and got the sample during, I do believe, the second segment when we were talking about it. So we walked out of the show to find a sample in a baggie on the center of the table sitting right outside of the studio and that's how the sample, none of us actually took the sample, none of the people involved with the show at least, but there was a stool sample, which I'm not for sure what happened. I certainly wasn't taking it. So I don't know exactly what ended up happening with the stool sample. Hot, hot scat play? It, something happened. I mean, I, I don't know what the hell, but it was odd. I don't know of anyone who would want to go so get far, a sample of that. It's not, it's not still like in an evidence locker somewhere. Yeah, I don't think so. Hopefully that got disposed of that day and no other shows had to witness a pile of poop sitting on a kitchen table. Okay, okay. Now you were fairly aggressive in throwing Giamatti's name into the ring. Um, there were some different theories on Roderick, and Roderick, I guess, was there on the day of the show. He was at the scene of the, or he was there on that Sunday, potentially there the day that the crime happened. He claims he didn't go to the bathroom, even though he drank a big soda. You had some, you had some questions on that. You, you, you mentioned Giamatti. You mentioned Roderick. What are your thoughts on those two in particular? Both, by the way, before I throw each one of them under the bus individually, I will say that I love both of them equally. They're fantastic. Uh, but Joe Rod, this was at the stage, as we know now, healthy as can be, exercises, works out a lot, looks fantastic, lost a bunch of weight. At this point in time, however, I think he was still riding the gravy train, still, you know, loading them up, I think. So I for me, Joe Rod was an immediate obvious choice because he was here. We've seen him come to work six hours early for a salt and smoke brisket sandwich. So all the pieces were there. However, I just assumed process of elimination, who was at the station last, who could potentially make that mess and not clean it up. So the last employee, I do believe at the station, 
the night previous to said dumping was the great Paul Giamatti. And so I came to the conclusion that, yes, it was Paul Giamatti with no proof, although I have smelt one of his post-recreationals, and they are potent. However, I didn't have any proof. I just decided to throw him under the bus because I assumed it was the last employee at the station the night previous. Now, it's interesting that when you mentioned Roderick, he called in to defend himself. When you mentioned, Which was aggressive. Right, but I think he it kind of was sent a message he had nothing to hide. Um, you know, he was more than willing to answer all the questions, kind of on the air, take the stand. He was willing to take the stand, whereas I think Giamatti released a statement through C, or he denied it to CMAR via text. Now, I offered Giamatti the, uh, the chance to appear on this presentation, and he declined in favor of providing a prepared statement. So I'm going to go ahead and read Giamatti's prepared statement now. Okay, I'm excited for this. So, I worked at the station every night, but also did during the weekends as well. I came in on Sunday morning, as I usually would. Sometimes I would go in the bathroom, but not that day. If you went to the old station, those bathrooms were already disgusting to begin with, and the big (laughs) handicap stall where the incident took place wouldn't lock. I wouldn't perform... (laughs) I wouldn't perform a recreational in a stall that wouldn't have the capability of being locked. I have to agree with him on that one. I would not either. Even if he's the only one in the building, you still don't take any chances. Yes. Which is where, back to his statement, which is where the incident occurred. I don't want to point to, it says, I don't want to point to hers, but I believe the likely culprits were the soccer show guys as they <laughs> as they would have ridiculous amounts of guests in every Saturday. So the event could have taken place Saturday because I didn't work Saturdays just during the week and Sunday. Lol. But in all seriousness, I would have no reason to shit. <laughs> in all seriousness, I would have no reason to shit on a wall. My only <laughs> my only thoughts were disgruntled employee which there were none or some guy potentially sat in with the soccer show whom I forgot to mention used to bring in food every weekend that's what that's what Grover said at least or at the Ray Eye folks who I believe is an older gentleman not sure though I'm innocent (laughs) So many layers to that. So do you, do I, you concur I, with his his take there? I, I'll i give it to him on that one. However, you did state at the beginning, Sunday he just decided not to use the restroom. Am I correct on that one? He that is, a, that, is, what, that is what he is saying. He did. He would usually, would sometimes, usually would go to the bathroom, but not that day. That's the only fishy part because usually those are nine-hour shifts. Yeah, And if I know Giamatti, he's bringing in a big tall boy. You know, he's bringing in a big Sodi. So not going to bathroom at all surprises me. However, I love Giamatti, and I, I will take his statement seriously, and I will stop accusing him of being the pooper. Okay, well, that's good. But it would be more, you know, hypothetically, it would be more plausible if he just simply said, yeah, 
I did number one in one of the other stalls. I usually don't go in that handicapped stall. I noticed it smelled, but it always smells. I didn't see the mess. I, you know, it, it would be more plausible if he just played it off like he went to the bathroom but didn't see it. But maybe there's, it's maybe he was afraid of putting himself in the room. I don't know. I don't know. I agree. It seems like. For me, I, I just did the typical, I just used the women's restroom. Since um, we know, I, when I had to take a poop, I just used the women. We, we didn't even that. have any women employees. Well, there was Hannah, but she wasn't in there when you guys were there. Well, so. yeah, she's never in there, so. So, yeah, no, that was, that was, we covered that. All right, anything else you want to discuss uh, this week while we got you on the air? I think I'm good. However, I will have to say, so today was one of the best show days of all time. I don't know if you can agree. You're an historian. I don't know where you would rank uh, well, today's program. Wanna, First hour. I'm not really objective. I would say what I what I enjoyed was the ability to like I knew I could have just messaged McKernan privately and he would have basically shown his cards and I would have folded. But I thought it was more interesting to do it live on the air because and it would just make for more compelling radio. And I I did jump to a conclusion, and I did turn out to basically follow... I basically had the wrong guy, and I dug up a bunch of information on the wrong guy. But I just knew, even if, no matter what the situation, if they were the same person, we were dealing with a genius performance artist. It's and unbelievable. I couldn't to, believe it. We just had to acknowledge that, and then the fact that he called in and did both characters, and then turned out to also be BJR... I think my favorite, just setting this one aside, I think my favorite, some of my favorite shows are like the ones where there's this mystery and nobody, and nobody agree, you know, there's disagreement. Was it Dustin Johnson and Wayne Gretzky at the driving range? Ah, oh, that's a good one. You know, I forgot about that, that one. one. And that's a future yeah. sewed. That one's definitely a future sewed. Or like when JTL called in the first time, is she real? Is she a real girl? And then she called in. I think those when you have like a, a buildup and then there's some suspense and then you get the reveal all within one hour uh, or all within one show, those are some of the best shows because there's such wild swings during over short periods of time. So I think this hour, at least the first hour slash this show did some of that. And I think that makes for some of the best shows. I knew when I said Shveta and Rokas, like my oh, yeah. my reasons for for throwing those names out there is because they're so specific. And if he if he was the person I thought he was, I thought perhaps he was calling in and he was just denying it, denying it, denying it. So my way of kind of figuring out if he was really denying it or if he actually knew those people, I was going to drop that na- those names. So if he would have kind of stumbled or been like, oh my God, how do you know that? How do you know that I worked with them? That would have told me he was my guy. The fact that he, you know, didn't know who they were. It was like, yeah, I've been burned by some bad information, but you know, it was, uh, it was all we got. I mean, we got to the bottom of it It really is what it comes down to. I think Plowsy, I appreciate you taking the time to answer some questions about this poop mystery. Uh, I don't, I still don't think we're really any closer to justice. I guess. I don't think so either. I think we're actually further apart. At least we can, we don't need to just pin it on Giamatti. We can kind of, we can kind of let him off the hook and maybe we can go with some of his conspiracy theories about the soccer, the soccer show. And we can just kind of write it off to those guys. Yeah. I'll cut him some slack and give him a break and I'll accept this statement. All right, Plowsy, we will see you at TMA live and uh, we'll talk to you then. 
All right, see you tomorrow, buddy. Later. You're listening to Swope's Picks on 590 The Fan and InsideSTL.com. Swope here, reminding you that all episodes of Swope's Picks are available for download at InsideSTL.com. You can also find Swope's Picks on iTunes in the comedy section under S for Swope. Once again, I'd like to thank the Plowboy for joining us. Oh, get on with it, muff. Get on with it, muff. Oh, get on with it, muff. Thank you for listening to Swope's Picks. Enjoy the mashup. Honestly, dude, is this like a fantasy right now? Sexual exploits with my coworkers. I like to try and build a scene before I pleasure myself later with this. What? But I kind of pictured three CEOs getting a good steam in. And I got awkward where it's like I'm this creepy guy that looks through women's bathrooms through a sink or whatever at Mandarin. Don't hey. take it off. We don't want to get totally naked, but go ahead and Easy. move it to the side. I've had it and I'm tired of it. Dude, we get it. You work out, guy. Oh, my God. It's in my hole. Oh, my God. It's in my hole. What am I doing in there? <laughs> Woo! We get it, guy. You work out. Just three guys with sagging bodies but huge bank accounts. Uh, watch this. Butt darts. Did you know that, you know, that you're obviously you're trying to do that? Woo! Oh, I'm on board with the woo. <laughs> woo! Woo! God, there could be so many really desperate, horny guys out there. That- Are you ever going to use the Merkin? Do you have a Merkin? Buck Swope was handling that. Have you worked somewhere where somebody was named Rokas? Look at how big he is, you loser. I don't think there's any mistake about it. You, sir, are a Ph.D. of creep. Why are the pros giving him a hard time? I think his plan is to bring some hot dads there and put them in play. And this is all going on with the underwear still on? Any nips? Any nips? When the hand came on the thigh, it was time to... And not only that, I had carnal knowledge. But keep your mouth closed afterwards when you lay up with a five iron. You got cucked yourself, bro. Woo! Well, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. So he was very close to finishing the deal, but it never really fully happened. I looked down, and he's pleasuring himself. No, no, uh, no, no, no. It seems like it would make my crotch region sweaty. Finishing the deal, was he, like, you know, beating his own meat? <laughs> I don't think that uh, they got into that kind of stuff over at Country Day. You keep telling yourself that. I watched my buddy get a little jerk <laughs> turk because the girl ended up peeing on the other chick that night. Oh, oh God, oh, put him down! Oh, my God. Put him down! Wow. Put him down!